Welcome to Zichud Daf Simban Member by Avram Goldai and Tamer Zechus Nadarim Daf Yedzayin, the second parak by Eumutari. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the next mission states: Yesh Neder Betoch Neder. A Neder can take effect during the term of another Neder. Vein Shvua Betoch Shvua, but a Shvua cannot take effect within the term of another Shvua. How so? If one says Harini Nazrim Ochel, Harini Nazrim Ochel, I'm here by a Nazar. If I eat this bread, I'm here by a Nazar. If I eat this bread and he eats it, Chayav will call Achas Vachas. He's Chayav to observe a term of Nazirus for each and every one of his Nadarim. The run explains that the second Nazir declaration can take effect even while the person is already a Nazir, but it doesn't actively begin until he completes his first Nazirus. But if one says, Shvua Shua Ochel, Shvua Shua Ochel, a Shvua that I will not eat this bread, a Shvua that I will not eat this bread, and he eats it, in Ochayv El Achas, he's only Chayav for one violation. The run explains that this is based on the principle of Ein Shvua Chal Shvua. A Shvua cannot take effect on another Shvua. Point number two, the Gemara records in Malchokos about the parameters of this halacha. Rav Huna says, They only taught this regarding a case where he declared, I'm here by Nazar today, and then said, I'm here by Nazar tomorrow. For since an extra day is added, the second Naziris can take effect upon the first Naziris. Because each Naziris term is 30 days, starting a second Naziris tomorrow would dictate that it's ending one day later than the first. This allows the second Naziris to take effect, although practically he cannot begin it until after the first Naziris is completed. But if he said, I'm here by a Nazir today, and then said, I'm here by a Nazir today, the second Naziris cannot take effect upon the first Naziris. Since no extra time is added in the second Naziris, it has no way of taking effect. Shmuel disagrees and says, even if he said, I'm here by a Nazir today, and then said, I'm here by a Nazir today, the second Naziris takes effect upon him. He holds that a second Naziris is able to take effect while he's a Nazir, even without adding any time in the second declaration. The Gemara Daf Yudches Ahmed Alf will provide a scriptural source for the Salacha. And pointing with the Gemara here seeks to explain how Rav Huna would explain the parallel case of Shvuah, since he holds that a second Naziris is only effective where he said, Harni Nazra Yom Harni Nazra Machar. And answers it's where he first said, Shul Ochel Ta'enim, I swear I will not eat figs. Bechazva Amr Shvuah Shul Ochel Ta'enim Ma'anavim. And then said, I swear I will not eat figs and dates. So Chayla, that the second Shvuah does not take effect. The run explains in his preferred explanation that the second Shvuah means to specifically prohibit eating both figs and grapes, but not either one alone. This amounts to the second shvua partially overlapping as first by prohibiting already forbidden figs and is thus parallel to the case of Naziris in which the second Naziris overlaps 29 days that were already forbidden by the first Naziris. The Gemara brings Rabbi who disagrees and holds that the second shvua not to eat figs and grapes would take effect since it's able to take effect regarding the grapes. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states, Yesh neder betoch neder, a neder can take effect during the term of another neder ve'en shvua betoch shvua but a shvua cannot take effect within the term of another shvua. How so? If one says, Harini Nazrim Ochel, Harini Nazrim Ochel, I'm here by a Nazar. If I eat this bread, I'm here by a Nazar. If I eat this bread and he eats it, Chayav will call Achaz Vachas. He's Chayav to observe a term of Naziris for each and every one of his Nadarim. The run explains that the second Nazar declaration can take effect even while the person is already a Nazar, but it doesn't actively begin until he completes his first Naziris. But if one says, Shvua Shua Ochel, Shvua Shua Ochel, a Shvua that I will not eat this bread, a Shvua that I will not eat this bread, and he eats it, in Ochayv El Achas, he's only Chayv for one violation. The run explains that this is based on the principle of Ein Shvua Chal Shvua, a Shvua cannot take effect on another Shvua. 
pointing to the Gemara records in Malchogos about the parameters of this halacha. Rav Huna says, They only taught this regarding a case where he declared, I am here by Nazar today, and then said, I am here by Nazar tomorrow. For since an extra day is added, the second Naziris can take effect upon the first Naziris. Because the each Naziris term is 30 days, starting a second Naziris tomorrow would dictate that it's ending one day later than the first. This allows the second Naziris to take effect, although practically he cannot begin it until after the first Naziris is completed. But if he said, I'm here by a Nazir today, and then said, I'm here by a Nazir today, ain't chala Naziris on Naziris. The second Naziris cannot take effect upon the first Naziris. Since no extra time is added in the second Naziris, it has no way of taking effect. Shmuel disagrees and says, Even if he said, I'm here by a Nazir today, and then said, I'm here by a Nazir today, chala Naziris aled. The second Naziris takes effect upon him. He holds that a second Naziris is able to take effect while he's a Nazir, even without adding any time in the second declaration. The Gemara Daf Yudches Ahmed Alf will provide a scriptural source for this halacha. And pointing me to the Gemara here seeks to explain how Rav Huna would explain the parallel case of Shavuot, since he holds that a second Naziris is only effective where he said, Harni Nazir Hayom, Harni Nazir Lamachar, and answers it's where he first said, Shul Ochel Te'enim, I swear I will not eat figs, Bechazva Amr Shavuot Shul Ochel Te'enim Ma'anavim, and then said, I swear I will not eat figs and dates, though Chayla, that the second Shavuot does not take effect. The run explains in his preferred explanation that the second Shavuot means to specifically prohibit eating both figs and grapes, but not either one alone. This amounts to the second Shavuot partially overlapping as first by prohibiting already forbidden figs and is thus parallel to the case of Naziris in which the second Naziris overlaps 29 days that were already forbidden by the first Naziris. The Gemara brings Rabbah who disagrees and holds that the second Shavuot not to eat figs and grapes would take effect since it's able to take effect regarding the grapes. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Yud Zion and our standard Simmer is a used car salesman. A used car salesman. So here goes. The customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car. I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car. And then desperately tried again by pledging, and I'm a Nazar tomorrow if I buy this car. Didn't know what to say when the salesman responded, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon. Followed by, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon or a bad apple. Once again, some emotion. The customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be wrong, Duff, Yud Zion. The customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, which reminds us, the next mission states, Yesh, Nedr Betok Nedr. A Nedr can take effect during the term of another Nedr, Vein Shvu Betok Shvu, but a Shvu cannot take effect within the term of another Shvu. How so? If one says, Harini Nazar Ima Ochel, Harini Nazar Ima Ochel, I'm here by a Nazar if I eat this bread. I'm here by a Nazar if I eat this bread. And he eats it, he's to observe a term of Naziris for each and every one of his Nadar. And the run explains that the second Nazar declaration can take effect even while the person is already a Nazar, but it does not actively begin until he completes his first Naziris. So, the customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazar today if I buy this car, and then desperately tried again by pledging, and I'm a Nazar tomorrow if I buy this car, which reminds us, Ravuna says, they only taught this halacha of Yesh Neder Betok Neder regarding a case where he declared, I'm here by a Nazar today, and then said, 
I'm here by Nazir tomorrow, for since an extra day is added, the second Naziris can take effect upon the first Naziris. Because each Naziris term is 30 days, starting a second Naziris tomorrow would dictate that it's ending one day later than the first. This allows the second Naziris to take effect, although practically, he cannot begin it until after the first Naziris is completed. So, the customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazir today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazir today if I buy this car, and then desperately tried again by pledging, and I'm a Nazir tomorrow if I buy this car, didn't know what to say when the salesman responded, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon, followed by, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon, or a bad apple, which reminds us, Rav Huna would explain, that the parallel case of Shavuos is where he first said, I swear I will not eat figs, and then said, I swear I will not eat figs, and dates, that the second Shavuot does not take effect. The Ron explains, in his preferred explanation, that the second Shavuot means to specifically prohibit eating both figs and grapes, but not either one alone. So once again, the customer who tried to get rid of the pushy used car salesman by declaring, I'm a Nazir today if I buy this car, I'm a Nazir today if I buy this car, and then desperately tried again by pledging, and I'm a Nazir tomorrow if I buy this car, didn't know what to say when the salesman responded, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon, followed by, I swear I will not sell you a car that's a lemon, or a bad apple. Alright, so now it's time for a four-blah-bah Daf Yud Gimel. So the singer Daf Yud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The extremely nervous bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must be more enough, Yud Gimel. The extremely nervous bar mitzvah boy who brought a live b'chor in as a prop for his pshatlan, Haray Alayka b'chor, which reminds us, the Gemara on the bottom of Yud Beis, on the base, brought a b'raisa, which taught, if one says, Haray Alayka b'chor, this meat is like a b'chor towards me, Rabbi Yaakov forbids the meat to the vow, but Rabbi Yud permits it. Rabbi Yud permits because a b'chor is a davra aser, inherently prohibited from birth, not a davra nadr. Whereas Rabbi Yaakov forbids meat since the Pasuk says Lashem, and there's a mitzvah to verbally consecrate the b'chor. So the extremely nervous bar mitzvah boy who brought in a live b'chor in as a prop for his pshato on hare alayka b'chor tried to get out of speaking by declaring konum my mouth which speaks to you which reminds us the mission of yud gimel on base states if one says konum pi medaberim konum my mouth which speaks to you or my hand which works with you or my foot which walks with you the netter is valid and his fan is forbidden to benefit from these activities. The more one is how such a netter can be effective since nedarim do not take effect on activities since they aren't tangible. The more answers the mission of speaking of one who said, let my mouth be forbidden for my speaking with you, or my hand should be forbidden for their working with you, or my feet should be forbidden for their walking with you. He thus declared a netter on tangible items, which is effective. So the extremely nervous bar mitzvah boy who brought a lie b'chor in as a prop for his pshato on hare like b'chor tried to get out of speaking by declaring cone in my mouth, which speaks to you, and then wasn't sure if he could eat at the suda because he blurted out, that which I eat of yours is like chazir, which reminds us, the first mission in the second paragraph begins, ve'el mutar, and these are the vows that are permitted, meaning ineffective. Among this list is one who says, kubasar chazir, your food should be like pork to me, or like avos kochavim, and several other examples. These illustrate the concept that one who makes a nether of hatpasa, linking, in which he declares an item to be like a forbidden one, it must be done with a dabra nadur, a vowed item, meaning one which became prohibited through vowing, and not a dabra asra, an item inherently forbidden. Daf Yudal, so the similar Daf Yudalid is a hand and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The Amar's juggler, juggler, that must be more in Daf Yudalid, hand. The Amar's juggler, who had pointed his juggling pins at his wife and said, you are forbidden to me like my mother, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Yud Gemal stated, one who says to his wife, Hariat Alai Ke'ima, you are forbidden to me like my mother, 
We make an opening, a hetin adarn from, from elsewhere as a basis for annulling the nether, so he will not take such matters lightly. Although the nether is not valid, since his mother is a Dabar Asr, an inherently forbidden entity, he is required in the Rabbanan to seek an annulment of his nether, so he should not come to be lenient in a case where he use a proper Dabar Anadur. The Gemara Nardaf brings a contradictory brisa and then resolves the contradiction. So the Amar's juggler, who had pointed his jogging pins at his wife and said, You are forbidden to meet like my mother, was unable to protect himself from the juggling balls she threw at him, because in one hand he held a safer Torah, in which he swore, which reminds us, it was taught in Abraisa, Hanotim Torah Lo Amar Kum, one who vows by the Torah, he has said nothing but Mashakasaba, the Vav Kayamin, if he swears by that which is written therein, his words are affected because he's swearing by Hashem's name, which is written in the Torah. The Gemara clarifies that the Bryce is speaking where he's holding the Torah in his hand, in which case we say even by simply saying, the his mind is on the names of Hashem written in it. So the Amar's juggler who had pointed his juggling pins at his wife and said, You are forbidden to meet like my mother, was unable to protect himself from the juggling ball she threw at him because in one hand he held a sacred Torah in which he swore, while he used his other hand to hold open his eyes to prevent sleep today, lest he sleep tomorrow, which reminds us. The Gemara says, If one says, Konam hayom im My eyes are konam for sleep today. If I sleep tomorrow, Rav Yudah says in the name of Rav, he may not sleep today, although sleeping today is thus far permitted, for perhaps he'll sleep tomorrow and cause the previous day's sleep to be in violation of his nether. Rav Nachman argues, he can sleep today and we're not concerned that he'll sleep tomorrow. So the simmer is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be one of the fruit. The fruit bowl balanced on top of the head of a man, trying to stay awake because he said, Konam on my sleep, which reminds us, Ravina said that if someone simply said, Konam Shani Bishena, Konam on my sleep, without referencing his eyes, although the netter is not doubt because sleep is intangible, Midirabun, it is an effective netter and he's still subject to Oyechel Dvaro. So the fruit bowl balanced on top of the head of a man trying to stay awake because he said, Konam on my sleep was snatched by his angry wife who decided to bring it as a gift and visit her father's house before Sukkot. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings a challenge to Rebuda from a mission which states that if one says to his wife, that which you benefit from me is forbidden till Pesach, if you go to your father's house from now until Sukkot, if she went before Pesach, then she's forbidden in its benefits until Pesach. The Gemara will clarify the question and bring an answer. So the fruit bowl balanced on top of a head of a man trying to stay awake because he said, Konam on my sleep was snatched by his angry wife who decided to bring it as a gift and visit her father's house before Sukkot because she was upset with him for making another netter on something he was obligated to her, Midaraisa, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Yudalana had said that one who says to his wife, Konam my relations with you, the netter is effective. The Gemara here asks, but he's Midaraisa obligated to her, as it's written, Sherek Susa Vonasa Yikra, her food, her clothing, and her time, referring to marital relations, he cannot reduce. So how then can the netter take effect? The Gemara explains that he said, the benefit of your relations is forbidden upon me, in which case the netter is effective, although he effectively forbids her in having relations with him. The Ron explains that he's able to prohibit his own benefit, which is in his control, because he's not directly prohibiting her benefit. Daft Hezzain, so the simple Daft Hezzain is toes, and we often use an acrobat with big toes. So here goes. The acrobat with big toes, acrobat with big toes? That must be on Daft Hezzain, toes. 
The acrobat with big toes who told his worried mother, I will eat, I will eat. Which reminds us, Abai said, that a can be understood in two different ways, either that he will eat or he will not eat, depending on the context. If he was being pressured to eat and he said, I will eat, I will eat, and he said further, I swear, then it means that I will eat in accordance with what he was saying. So the acrobat with big toes who told his worried mother, I will eat, I will eat, swung high above a sukkah where someone who swore he would violate the mitzvah sat inside. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, And this is an area in which nadarim are more chamur than shvuos. If someone said, Konum a sukkah that I make, or a lulav that I take, or a tefillin that I put on, in the case of nadarim, he's forbidden to those items, but in the case of shvuos, the oath is not valid, and he's permitted. Because one cannot affect an oath to transgress a mitzvah. So the acrobat with big toes who told his word mother, I will eat, I will eat, swung high above a sukkah where someone who swore he would violate the mitzvah sat inside. While a man who made a netter and said, the sukkah is forbidden upon me, stood outside. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, what is different about a netter that it's valid even when it contradicts a mitzvah? Because it's written, if a man makes a vow to Hashem, he shall not desecrate his word. And the juxtaposition of Hashem to Well Yechel Dvaro teaches that even a nether made against Hashem's mitzvahs is valid and cannot be desecrated. The run explains that it's more reasonable to assume that the word Hashem in the Pasuk is teaching that a nether is effective even when made against mitzvahs because a nether prohibits entities, in this case a sukkah, which only indirectly disables him from fulfilling his mitzvah. Ashbu, on the other hand, prohibits a person in activities which would directly contradict his obligation to fulfill his mitzvah. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn that one cannot swear to violate a mitzvah such as swearing not to sit in a sukkah? That's on duff. Tezayim. Good. Number two, which stuff do we learn that Ravina says that if someone said konum on my sleep, in the Rabbanan, the nether is effective even though sleep is intangible? That's on duff. Tezvav. Good. Number three, which stuff do we learn that yesh nether betoch nether? That's on duff. Yudzayin. Good number four. Which stuff do you want a nether works if one said cone of my mouth from speaking with you? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number five. Which stuff do you have in a case where someone says my eyes are cone for sleep today if I sleep tomorrow? That's on Duff. Yudal. Good number six. Which stuff do you that one can make a nether to forbid a sukkah to himself since a nether is on an object? That's on Duff. Tezayin. Good number seven. Which should be on a corner of Huna? The case of Shvu Batok Shvu is where he said, Ashvua, I will not eat figs. Ashvua, I will not eat figs and dates. That's on Duff. Yedzayin. Good number eight. Which stuff did we discuss a case where a man said to his wife, That which you benefit from me is forbidden until Pesach. If you go to your father's house from now until Sukkot, that's on Duff. Tezvav. Good number nine. Which something when the Rav Huna says the case of Yesh Neder Betoch Neder is where one says, I'm a Nazar today if I eat this bread, I'm a Nazar tomorrow if I eat this bread. That's on Dav. Yedzayin. Good. And number 10, which stuff do we learn that Shvua Sho'ocho can be interpreted in two ways depending on context? That's on Dav. Tezayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zich. Wish you a great day and great learning.